Welcome in everyone to the Invest Well Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall, joined today by Mr. Randy Cook. And we're going to cover some things that I know are going to help you with your investments. Listen, there's a lot of things going on out there. You know, you've been hearing me say, if you've been listening to the show for some time, there is a lot of noise out there. What should you do? And obviously the goal of the show is to help you improve your investments, improve uh, the decisions that you make, navigate through the noise. That's going to be the quote of the day, I think, Randy. Navigating through the noise. Okay, I love it. You like that? Well, there you go. Navigate through the noise. That's what we want to help you do in this process. And, you know, there's conversation about more government stimulus coming up and what does that look like. So we're going to unpack that a little bit on the show and how that specifically will affect your investments. Also, you know, you may not be aware, but anytime there's been uh, big, we'll call it bailout type issues or where the government has spent a lot of money, which, as you know, it's not their money. <laughs> they're spending your money. They're spending our money. And anytime that that's happened, though, on a mass scale, there's also been a direct correlation with taxes going up. So how do you protect yourself from that in advance? We're going to have a little conversation on that also. Before we jump into all this, though, today, I want to just take a moment and say thank you to the sponsors of our show. Obviously, that's uh, some of the companies that we have privately that help families with their wealth. And one of the things that we want to do is look for ways to add value to our listeners out there. So that's Wall Private Wealth. That's U.S. Private Wealth. That's Wall Lehman. All companies designed to help families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth, as well as provide business coaching and consulting and things of that nature. If you have questions on them, feel free to go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. Those are separate from this show, but a great place to find some resource there. And obviously, if you have questions about your investments or questions about how to save money in taxes, et cetera, uh, there's a lot of information, a lot of resource out there. Just go to leanonthewall.com and you can connect with one of the team members to talk about your specific situation in a COVID-19 safe environment, Randy. <laughs> Is there one? <laughs> yes. Well, whatever. Yeah, okay. Whether it's right. a Zoom call, a phone call, whatever it may be. And uh, great way to interact and connect. And, you know, Randy, I'll tell you, we've been seeing so much conversation. You know, I, I kind of feel like, you know, we, we were talking a little bit off air, Randy and I were, about a lot of the things that, that are going on in our world today, whether it's uh, trafficking of children, sex trafficking, and, you know, for work and labor and all of these other things, other issues that we're, we're struggling with today, whether it be, you know, Black Lives Matter, whether it be all these other issues that have kind of come forefront, right? And I tell you, it's really something where you pretty much can't go anywhere anymore and get away from the issues, I mean, they're all over the place, especially with the, the presence of media in our face everywhere we go. I mean, pretty much everywhere we go, there's media from billboards to computers to our phones to uh, social media to TV to podcasts to, I mean, texts. You know, I mean, there's so much information, alerts that show up. We literally are overstimulated with media in such a way that it can be deer in the headlights challenging. By the way, I'm going to do a show on that. And if you don't know, I have a motivational show called The Michael Wall Show. We're going to talk about some of those things and how to work through that. So you might want to check that out in your podcast app. But Randy, today we want to talk a little bit about the idea of the government and stimulus and how that actually does affect your portfolio and your investments and things, because there is correlation. 
Well, so far, we've had about $6 trillion go back into the economy to try to keep us going during yeah. this pandemic. And certainly there's arguments back and forth whether this is needed. A lot of people say, hey, it saved us in 2008. We need it now. And I think there are a lot of people that would agree with that. But then at what point does the government stop? And uh, I guess there's more discussion now. There's more money coming. But how much? This was a conversation with a former White House chief of staff, Mike Mulvaney. He thinks it's coming and it's coming in a big way. My guess is it'll be at least a trillion dollars just because politicians love that next level up of money. Keep in mind, they've already spent between the Fed and Congress, I think northwards of six or seven trillion dollars worth of stimulus here into this economy. So the amount of money is a lot less important right now than where that money goes. And that's probably the key right there. But Michael, you know, the government money, do you think that's what's holding up the market right now? Because if you look at the economy in January and you look at the economy now, they're two completely different economies. Yeah. Yet the market is reflecting almost the same number. So that doesn't make any sense. So is the government holding up the market right now? And if they decide they're going to turn off the spigot, are we in for a real problem? Well, I mean, uh, you know, that's something that that you got to know is a real truth and a real reality. And so th- let me just say it this way. The things propping up the markets, as we can see, as we do data research and things like that with our uh, you know, portfolio managers on the U.S. private wealth side, that advisory company, right, which is one of the companies I have. One of the things that we know, Randy, when you take a look at the data is trading in a lot of ways right now on markets is kind of light, meaning that there's not a lot of volume. There's not a lot of dollars being traded back and forth. And so what that means, if you look at the specific data behind it, is you know that what is kind of pushing up the markets in a lot of ways right now are retail investors, right? The mom and pops, the you and I, the, you know, not you and I's, but the, those folks out there that just want to invest their own dollars and whatever it may be. And a lot of the institutional money, the large dollars, are literally on the sidelines. They're they're on the sidelines. They've sold out the last major market recovery there, you know, when the markets kind of dipped earlier in 2020 here, and then they started coming back, and they're kind of back to levels. I mean, the S&P is essentially now, we'll call it flat for the year. I mean, so as we're recording this, Monday, July 27th, the S&P is negative 0.03, you know, for the year. So it's a basically flat, call it, Right. And Randy, what's happened is a lot of the institutional money have gone to cash when the market recovered. In fact, all the way back in June 8th, even on our portfolio at U.S. Private Wealth, we kind of sold out of some of the long positions, positions that were essentially bullish, meaning that they made money if the market went up. So back on June 8th was kind of the peak of where markets were. And if you take a look at that, you know, the S&P at that time, the close of the S&P on June 8th was around 3232 and the S&P right now is 3228. So we're essentially right there. But June 8th is the last peak, and that's really the peak to watch because we've been in a place where we haven't really been able to fully break through that number and have it to be a sustainable breakthrough. So the real question that I'm looking at, especially when we understand that a lot of money is on the sidelines right now, a lot of institutional money on the sidelines right now, uh, which is really what ultimately pushes markets long term. Retail markets can push for some time, but eventually they, they run out of steam. And, and think of it like this. It's the old law of supply and demand, right? The more demand, you know, the less supply, the price goes up and, you know, the reverse, obviously, on the other side, like the old seesaw, right? The teeter-totter. So one side goes up, the other side goes down. 
And now we're in a situation where at some point in time, retail investors, quote unquote, run out of money to put back into the markets. And so the only thing really to push the economy, push the markets moving forward is either stimulus money or institutional money as it really starts to come back into the market. And I don't see any inkling right now that larger institutional funds are looking to get married and super excited with markets and say, let's dump a bunch of money back into the markets right now as they're still at kind of all-time highs and they're bumping against the June 8th high of 2020. So, you know, what do I see or what do I foresee for the markets coming in the future? You know, Randy, obviously no one knows for sure, but my guess, my best guess, my hypothesis, which when I was in school, I was like, hypo, hy, hy what? <laughs> hypo, hypo lux. Get the crystal lux. ball out right now. Here we go. Yeah, We're yeah, shining yeah, her up yeah, here. Yeah. You ready? My educated guess, <laughs> because that sounds really, really, really important. My, you know, isn't that funny, Randy? We got to make things even more important than they are sounding more important. You know, it's like, okay, we, we could, we could just say educated guess and you would kind of like, okay, I get it. Okay. So you've got some education and you're making a guess. Got it. So instead of calling it that, we said, let's just call that a hypothesis because that sounds really important. I mean, educated guess sounds good. Hypothesis sounds even really good. Oh yeah. That's even more educated. Yes. <laughs> My educated guess about where markets are going to go is I really don't believe that they're going to continue in the short term to go up. I think we're going to see some pullback. That would be my guess. If markets operated as they should, Randy, without a bunch of, we'll call it funny money, just being pumped into the system. Because at some point in time, I mean, the government just can't keep throwing money into the system unless we go to a full-blown communist society where everything that we do is supported by the government and we are slaves of the government. Well, then that's a different story. Hopefully we don't get there. But that's the reality of kind of the road that we're going down right now. Well, it is interesting. I mean, if you look at 2008, we had quantitative easing and we, we helped certain sectors of the economy. And they're doing that now with the airline industry. And then all it comes to an end on October the 1st. So I'm, I'm very nervous about that particular date. But, you know, they helped the banking industry. And then mm -hmm. that money had to come back. That was a mm -hmm. deal. The money had to come back. And the money yeah. did come back. The, yep. They helped the auto industry. And that money did come back. Those were loans that were paid back. That is not what we're in right now. We uh -huh. are in a position where our government is trying to bolster up an economy that has been pulled down by something we've never seen before. And yeah. when you look at the history of that... That is not good history. I mean, I during tax day, I went back and I looked at some things, you know, the history of the IRS, the history mm -hmm. of taxes in this country. Mm -hmm. And overall, the IRS started in about 1913. There was an actual, there was a nationwide tax after the Civil War, and then it went away after it was paid. And then it came back in 1913. In the top tax bracket in 1913, for the top people in this country, top earners, mm -hmm. was 7%. Yeah. We got into World War I, and after World War I, the top tax bracket was 67%. Yeah. So it went from 7 to 67. And then one year later, it went up to 77%. After yeah. World War II, the top tax bracket was 94%. Yeah. So there is a history in this country when we go through tough times and we have to pay for something big that the following years, taxes go up. Yeah. And when you think about that 94% top tax bracket, you know, that seems kind of, you know, aloof to a lot of people. Ah, it's way out. What does that actually even mean? Well, it, it really does matter. And obviously you got your effective tax rate and you got a lot of other things going on in there. But 
you know, at the end of the day, the money's got to come from somewhere to pay for all of these things. Yeah. And it's, it's a real issue. So I think, you know, when you take a look at that, the question is, what can investors do now, right? And I think my encouragement to investors right now would be to do a couple things. One is I would absolutely recommend that you revisit what is going on in your in your investment portfolio. I would absolutely recommend that you do that. And and obviously there's going to be different stages of life. If you're l- younger and you're listening to this and you got a bunch of money that you're savings that you're trying to invest in the market, you know, and that sort of thing, maybe it's not the best time to to just go buy a bunch of stocks and go buy in the market. Maybe it's the best time to say, "Okay, the market's high." I do want to invest for the future, so maybe I'm going to keep some powder dry and I'm just going to wait a little bit. There's nothing wrong with waiting when you're not sure exactly what to do if you're a younger investor for sure. You know, again, that's you got to make that decision on your own. Those are just some thoughts. I'm not telling you what to do. Those are just some thoughts there in general. And if you're an older investor, I think uh, when I say older, I mean you've accumulated some wealth and you're getting close to retirement. You're moving into what we call five to 10 years from retirement or you're moving into the financial red zone, Right. You're trying to make sure that your ducks are in a row, your things are aligned, and you're, you're going to be able to hit that finish line like you want to. Well, now you're in a place where you may want to honestly get a second opinion on what's going on with your wealth. Uh, you might have a 401k, a 403b, or 457 plan. Maybe you've got some investments in general, IRAs, and you know whatever it may be. Maybe you're an owner of a company, and you're saying, you know what, I, I want to sell my business, but I want to align things in such a way that when I exit, it's done well. Well, if you're five to 10 years from doing that, you know, my suggestion there or thoughts there really are that it's a good time to start to think about what that looks like. You know, there's a lot of companies out there that can help you with that second opinion. Our companies that we uh, own on the other side that, again, are separate are available to help with that. So if you've got questions, you can always go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com and reach out to a team member there and just say, hey, listen, heard Mike on the show. And I just I, I really would like to get some information on getting a second opinion on what I'm doing from income planning to wealth protection to growth to tax planning to legacy planning and really having a comprehensive plan. That's something that is done with those companies. And and I think when it comes to you know tax planning, Randy, this is something that we got to be looking at. It's something that you got to really think about. You know, we talk about it a lot on this show, but it's so important. And Again, it's that idea of preparing in advance. You know, if you hit, you know, we talk a lot about golf, right? Mm -hmm. And if you hit that golf ball off the tee, and if you're like Randy and you hit a, you know, general, your average tee shot is 350 to 400 yards, (laughs) sometimes 420. Uh. Um, now I got to tell you that his yardstick is about a foot and a half. (laughs) Okay. So that's very important. So he hits it 400 yards (laughs) according to his yardstick, but his yardstick is only a foot and a half. It's not actually three yards like most yardsticks. Mm -hmm. And, uh, when you're out there in the fairway, you know, what you're doing when you're driving up to your ball or walking up to your ball is you're thinking about your next shot Mm -hmm. to some degree. Mm Mm-hmm. What club am I going to use? What approach am I going to take? Where do I want to land the shot before you hit the ball, et cetera? If you really think through trying having the best outcome from what you're doing. And I think that's what you need to be thinking about. You got to be forward thinking in your portfolio because a lot of times you can be in a place where the noise of the day can override you know, what you're going to do next. Think of it like this, Randy, you've golfed before with those people that are just noisy and they talk a lot and they're not really focused and they kind of get you off your game, whatever it may be. And so after the tee shot all the way to your next shot, they're in the cart with you and they're talking and making noise and talking about different things, whatever that you really don't care about. And you get mentally distracted and then you go hit the ball and you're like, ah, geez, I wasn't really thinking through that. You know what I mean? I hear you. I hear you. Absolutely. You know, I, I think about, you know, that's a good metaphor there of, you know, walking up to the ball and thinking through what you're going to do before your next shot. 
But, you know, in this country, when we talk about, you know, higher taxes, Mm -hmm. I think about that story that we brought this up on the show. It was a long time ago. But, you know, we talk about that 94 percent tax bracket. Well, who, who, who did that affect? I mean, Ronald Reagan was an actor before he was a politician. Yeah. And he did two movies a year. Why yeah. did he do two movies a year? Because he got $100,000 per movie. Mm-hmm. And at the $200,000 mark, he had to pay 94 cents to the government for every dollar he made. Yeah. So that means he just stopped at two movies per year. That's all he did because he didn't want to give the government 94 cents of every dollar. Yeah. Now, what about if you are a wealthy individual and you're in retirement and you're getting a lot of income because you've worked your entire life and you've you've made a business and you've done all this and you still have a lot of income coming in mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. do that lifestyle you've always wanted and then the government comes along and says 40% is not enough. We're going yeah. 50, we're going 60, we're going 70 because we went through this hard time and you need to do your part. And that yeah. is where it starts to get really ugly. Well, it does get ugly. And that's why advanced planning is very important. And with a lot of the families that we serve, Randy, we're able to kind of dive into that and say, okay, let's look at your story. Because you're right. And a lot of the families we serve do have wealth, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, as we're diving in, we're, we're making sure and we're collaborating with the correct professionals like attorneys and things like that to make sure that we have the right trusts in place. Uh, this might be a good time to really reevaluate. Do you have a trust or what type of trust do you have? Is it the right kind of trust for what your needs are? Maybe your needs have changed over the years. So you need to reevaluate that and then making sure that your investments are aligned with the kind of structures that can save you money in taxes. You know, a lot of times we'll talk to folks and they're like, well, geez, I never heard of that before. Why isn't everybody doing that? Well, that's a good question. The reason a lot of people aren't doing the things they need to do is because they don't know where to look to find the information. You know, they're just they're just kind of in the crowd. When you're in the crowd, it's hard to see what's going on. And so, because you got all the noise around you, so you need to step out of the crowd, get a little peace in your life, and quite honestly, find some solutions that are maybe different than the norm, going against the grain, we've heard it said before. So all of those things matter. But Randy, I think dialing back to what we talked about, the government stimulus, it's definitely going to be something that is going to affect portfolios, going to affect your investments to some degree, and how and, and to what level, you know, that's still yet to be told. But what we do know is the more proactive you can be with your investments by incorporating things that might be a little different than what you're currently used to from the investment or, or in product perspective or whatever it may be that you allow into your portfolio, that's going to make all the difference in the world. And I think last note that I'll say on that, Randy, is I think it's so crucial that you really look for ideas and strategies that are different. We literally are in a place where we're, we're sending a letter to a client that was referred to us, uh, you know, Wall Private Wealth, which is a kind of advanced tax planning as well as, you know, insurance offered, you know, kind of holistic thoughts in relation to that side of life. It's not the advisory company, but it does that side of planning. And we're sending a letter to actually we already sent it out to a client in Indiana a real life story where we literally over, you know, a two year period of time with some carry forward next year as well. And the information is derived directly from the CPA that did the tax return with some of the strategy that we were able to help them implement and really introduce to them. We're sending a letter out basically saying that, you know, congratulations, you saved almost $575,000 in taxes. Wow. Now, The reality of it is, when we first had our conversation, my best guess was that they were going to save about $590,000 in taxes, and we missed it by 
15 grand. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. (laughs) Pretty darn good. So, I mean, that's a wonderful letter to get, you know? So at the end of the day, I think, you know, he's like, why am I, why haven't I heard of this before? Well, it's because, you know, you're working with some great people with a large company, nice people, whatever that want to help you, but they just don't have access to some of the strategy, or maybe they don't know where to go to find the strategy, or, or maybe they're not in a place where they're dealing with people that with the levels of wealth every day where they need these types of strategies. And these are all, you know, legitimate and vetted through the IRS and all of these things, all part of the code. It's just a lot of people don't know what they want because they don't know what's available. So, Randy, I'm going to let you give your thoughts here and then I'm going to land the plane, give the last word and and let people get on to their yoga class. (laughs) Well, I would just say that if you look at what's going on around you, has the world changed in the last five years? Absolutely. Have the markets changed? Sure. Have politics changed? Absolutely. So when you think about how you have adapted to those changes, have you? Do you have a plan that you're looking at and you're hoping is going to work and you've had that plan for five or ten years? Maybe it's time to revisit things. Maybe it's time to have a new tact and a new place to go. At least be open to some new ideas so that you can maneuver in this new world. Yeah, I think that's really important and uh, good thoughts there. So on that note, you got some questions. Reach out to us. Reach out to our team, different companies designed to do different things. And they can kind of help guide you along the way. You can just reach out by going to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. It's a very non-invasive process. But I can assure you, you're not going to know what you don't know if you don't take the time to learn what you don't know already. And the way you do that is by simply going to leanonthewall.com. Be proactive in your process. Take control of your future by getting the information you need to help you get to know and get to where you want to go. As always, our goal in life is to help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose and really live a life that's intentional and really focused on what matters for you to do while you're on this earth. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you next show. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, we'll review aspects for your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of U.S. Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please contact his office. Wall Private Wealth Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall, NPN license number 733 0010.